For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. OpenAI, in collaboration with Microsoft Threat Intelligence, has successfully disrupted the operations of five state-affiliated hacking groups using ChatGPT to devise system vulnerabilities for illicit activities. The crackdown targeted groups including China's Charcoal Typhoon and Salmon Typhoon, Iran's Crimson Sandstorm, and Russia's Forced Blizzard, alongside North Korea's Emerald Sleet. Sounds like a a fleet, right? These entities exploited OpenAI's tech to uncover coding flaws, translate documents, and devise phishing campaigns targeting key sectors like finance, health, and education. Measures taken including account termination and enhanced vigilance to prevent AI misuse, emphasizing the importance of transparency and collaboration in securing cyberspaces against sophisticated threats. That and many, many more stories tonight. You're listening to Geek News Central, episode 1725, coming to this Thursday, February 22nd. I'm your host, Todd Cochran. A big shout out to our primary sponsor at GoDaddy.com. Powering Geek News Central, grab their deals at GeekNewsCentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. And to all of our awesome listeners, you're the real MVPs. Contribute your time, talent, or treasure at geeknewcentral.com forward slash insider by becoming a GNC insider. Pick up a brand new modern podcast app from podcastapps.com and join our value for value movement. Again, grab a new podcast app from podcastapps.com. And to all our amazing listeners out there, big virtual hug, dive into our digital hub at geeknewcentral.com. Don't forget to check out the partner shows all linked up at Geek News Central. Get on board and don't to forget to follow or subscribe via your favorite modern podcast app. You can join the chat room at geeknews.chat, or if you have feedback, email me at geeknews at gmail.com, geeknews at gmail.com, or catch me on X at Geek News, Geek News, or find me on Facebook. And a massive salute to GoDaddy, the longest-running, continuous sponsor of podcasts, We've got great savings for you. Get over to geeknewcentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. February promo codes are locked in. $11.99 for a brand new domain name. $6.99 a month economy hosting with a free domain, professional email, and an SSL certificate for the first year. Again, $6.99 a month economy hosting or $12.99 a month managed WordPress hosting. Again, a free domain, professional email, and an SSL certificate for the first year. Those are the two best hosting deals on the planet. Definitely check them out. Again, $6.99 a month economy hosting, $12.99 a month managed WordPress hosting. And the beauty about that managed WordPress hosting account is you just do your thing and they back it up. They update it. It's, it's really a beautiful product. You don't have to worry about maintaining all the crazy security settings at times. So again, pick one of those up or get a free trial of GoDaddy website builder, your choice of personal business and business plus plans. That's a one month free trial 
All of these promo codes can be found at geeknesscentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. Click on the promo code or copy it and use it at checkout. If you're just shopping around on GoDaddy, there's a great promo code. It just says saving start here. Go ahead and pop that into, click on that and start shopping. That way we'll get credit for anything that you pick up at GoDaddy. But again, if you're going to pick up one of those hosting accounts, use the two promo codes, either 6991 or the 1299 And again, you're supporting a small independent team that do what we do. Creates got great content for the website, all originally written and uh, and created. So we want to thank GoDaddy for being a longtime sponsor here at Geek News Central. Hope everyone's doing well. Hope you're looking forward to getting into the weekend. I know that I am. We're just about a week away from me being back in the studio. And uh, so plan on the March 4th show to be back. But next week, only one show. Only one show next week. That will be the Monday show. Uh, I will be traveling at just about the time this show will be recorded next week. Uh, on my way back uh, to, to Southern Michigan and back to the new media production studios. So uh, again, one show next week. And we definitely appreciate your ongoing support of the podcast. Great story today about OpenAI, you know, basically stifling the operation of these five state affiliated threat actors. And really the question I want to know is how do they restop them? If they've stopped them just now, how do they stop them from coming back in and resetting up? It's, you know, it's easy to set up a fake account. So that's the question. Or were they using API? Um, you know, and if they're tr translating technical papers, uh, is that necessarily something that I think a lot of people might do? Um, I don't know, but, uh, they were debugging code. That's for sure. So that, and I think that would be a normal process that even regular developers are going to be using. So, uh, time will tell, uh, where this leads, but again, they were targeting uh, financial, health, and educational institutions, which, in my opinion, the educational institutions make a lot of sense because a great deal of research, a lot of research and development and ideas and new tech come directly out of educational facilities, especially um, you know in the upper level uh, levels where your folks are getting PhDs and and doing graduate studies. So. Um, but anyway, good that they put the crackdown on them. I'm sure this is just going to continue to be a cat and mouse game. At the same time, OpenAI CEO Sam Altman says that AI is going to need a global investment, just maybe not $7 trillion. And uh, he said, if I had to sit there and correct every mistake and report that I basically put out, I would not be able to do my job. And uh, he was speaking during a fireside chat with Intel CEO Pat Glasinger, and he dismissed the reports that he was seeking to raise five to seven trillion dollars. But he said it is still going to take a lot of money. I think everyone is underestimating the need for a lot of AI computing. Just how that translates into, he hesitated to say. He says, "I expect the market for AI compute to be a different kind of good." It's more like energy, where there's a certain amount of demand at some price and less at a higher price. The argument appears to be that with enough capacity, the cost of AI can be made super cheap. 
but getting to that point require a massive investment, not just in fabs, accelerators, data centers to house them, but clean energy to run them. He says, certainly the most expensive of all, there's energy it's going to take to power. He emphasized on power isn't all that surprising. Can investment alternative energy sources, including fission and fusion nuclear reactor tech? Of course, you know, that's the thing people run home to mama to when they you know, start fantasizing about unlimited power. So we will see. But again, it is going to take a major investment, maybe not quite $7 trillion. Google has released Gemma. Gemma LMs are small enough to run on your own computer. It comes in two sizes, 2 billion parameters and 7 billion parameters. The larger version is tended for GPU and TPU accelerated systems, while the smaller one is billed as suitable for CPU based on device applications, even laptops. The architecture is both similar and shares technical and infrastructure components with Gemini. In benchmark testing, reasoning, math, and coding skills, a larger Gemma model outperform Meta's Llama 2, despite being smaller than its 13 billion parameter rival. The Gemma models were trained primarily on English text scraped from the internet that had been filtered to minimize toxic, inappropriate language or sensitive data. So the models are small enough to be run on a local device rather than big iron in the cloud and can be adapted for specific use cases like summarization, retrieval, augmented generation to create custom chatbots, etc. So uh, we will see how these small models that you can run on your computer are going to do. Google has been teasing us. You know, they've been teasing us for the past couple of weeks, but Google is rolling out a new sign-in page with a slightly cleaner design. The changes are small and don't affect functionality, but something that users encounter often and Google's been using the previous version since, well, I think God was a child. But anyway, it's been a while. And uh, so it's just to get a little simple sign-in. They got the Google logo, e- email or phone. Um, nothing too fancy. It is a, it is a refresh. So uh, keep an eye out for the next time you have to log in to Google. Google's Chrome's new AI can finish your sentence for you. The experimental experimental AI feature is available in English for U.S.-based Chrome users, providing suggestions for completing online reviews, forms, messages, and more. This rollout is called Help Me Write. Again, is experimental, and it's an AI feature for for a Chrome browser that aims to help users write or refine text. Uh, Following accordingly, the stable release of Chrome M122 on Tuesday The new writing assistant is now available to try out on Mac and Windows PCs, again, for English-speaking Chrome users in the United States. So Help Me Write can draft any tedious message you may need. One use case shows how the tool can take a short, blunt message and convert it into a more professional, worded request. So uh, let me know. If you use this tool, I definitely appreciate it when you take a look. It is greatly appreciate it. And uh, give me your feedback. How's it working out for you? Do you trust it? Are you using it? Is it saving you time? Geeknews at gmail.com. Hey, just want to focus on one of our super insiders. This is uh, come in a, a boost that came from Darren Schwartz. He sent 2,202 sats. He said, hey, Todd, thanks for another great show. 
I'm trying to support you at the $25 per month by streaming at 100 sats per minute and additional boosts. Per your suggestion months ago, I switched from Pocket Cast to Fountain. Fountain was rough in the beginning, but the latest Android beta release is quite good. Best wishes from Greenville, South Carolina. So this is um, this is a great consideration. You know, here uh, Darren is uh, using a new podcast app from podcastapps.com. When he listens to the show, he streams sats at 100 sats a minute. And I can look at the stream sat screen and see that is exactly uh, what is happening with his, uh, uh, as, he, as he plays back the last episode. So you can see, I can see that right in the, uh, the, str- the streaming sats uh, menu. While at the same time, um, sending a periodic boost with a message and it backs up, you know, like that 22, 22 stats, that's like 20 minutes of, of listening uh, in a single, a single boost back and definitely appreciate it as well. So uh, again, Bob from uh, NH, he's, he says, I agree with you about the states getting involved in suing high tech companies for what they're doing to the children because the only ones getting the money is the states, not the kids. Cheers, Bob from Dover, New Hampshire. And uh, so there you go again, 2000 stats from, from Bob. And uh, this is how it works, folks. Value for value. Of course, we've got some folks we want to recognize today. We want to uh, thank Christian Parrish for his $5 Ohana sustaining donation. Mike Dell's World for his $2 sustaining donation. Christian Petrie for his $3 sustaining donation. Again, all part of our insiders at geekandcentral.com forward slash insider. And again, whether it be uh, Bob or Christian or Mike, or Darren, or Curtis, you know, these donors are definitely helping us. These insiders are helping us continue to do what we want to do here and uh, working towards that goal of uh, getting a significant number of you to consider supporting the show with value for value being time, talent, or treasure. Many of us are busy in the days and don't have time to, to contribute time or talent, but we definitely appreciate when you consider sending treasure and the form of either uh, streaming sets, uh, boost, and or fiat, a.k.a. PayPal donations. Or we'll even take a check uh, directly to our mailbox as well. And and any form of donation is always appreciated. We want to thank you for your ongoing support and providing value back to the Geek New Central podcast. Wi-Fi software found in many major laptops and smartphones has a major security flaw, and here's what you really need to know. Um, Until these are patched, what we have to do is be very careful in how we're authenticating Wi-Fi clients. Wi-Fi clients need to be configured not to verify the certificate of the authentication server. Furthermore, the attacker needs to know the SSD of the Wi-Fi network the victim usually connects to and needs to be close enough to be able to connect to it. So it's therefore Android users, you should manually configure the CA certificate of any saved enterprise network to prevent the attack. So again, this is uh, for those of you that are the admins out there, not a lot we can do is users. So uh, just be careful. They're going to be patching this up in the, in the near future. Some of this is coming. 
But, uh, you know, it's good to use a VPN as well while you're traveling to help shore up security in case you get into a network that is not uh, not healthy. Um, I particularly use NordVPN. I use, in fact, I'm using it at this very moment, uh, connected to a, a server in the United States. And uh, it allows me to, you know, do banking and things like that when I'm on the road and I'm not too concerned about the uh, the interception of my data uh, going over a Wi-Fi network that I don't fully know or have not personally configured. Substack says it now has more than 3 million paid subscriptions. And, uh, you know, Substack raised tens of million dollars after, uh, at a lofty valuation with the assumption it could reach a critical, mass, critical enough mass of paid subscribers that it could one day become profitable. In a note shared with Axios, Substack co-founder and product VP credit the new efforts to improve its recommendation features for going its paid subscriber base. So again, 3 million paid subscriptions. And what to watch for is, it suggests what is there's more room to grow within Substack's current model. So uh, uh, do you use Substack? Are you a subscriber to Substack? Or do you have your own blog? Avast to pay $16.5 million to settle U.S. chargers linked to user data sale. Software provider Avast PLC, which is an antivirus software application, must pay $16.5 million to stop selling any web browsing data for advertising purposes to settle these U.S. charges that the British firm misrepresented how it uses browsing data. The charges linked to allegations that Avast, through its Czech subsidiary, JumpShot, collected consumer browsing information through the company's browser extension and antivirus software and sold it without adequate notice or consent. Isn't that nice of them to have done that? GPay, the GPay app and the peer-to-peer payments will stop working in the U.S. this June. GPay has been around for a very long time. It's really never taken off. The, the app that, you know, you'll see GPay um, within Android in different places from time to time. But again, GPay will stop working uh, on my birthday, uh, June 4th, 2024. As part of the app going away, Google is shutting down peer-to-peer payments that, you, that let you send requests to receive money from others in the United States. Google's P2P offering never really took off. Um, you'll have to use the Google Pay website to view and transfer your Google Pay balances of money you receive from other people or reward cashbacks to a bank account after June. So just a heads up if you're a GPay user. Disney is, you know, has a hope and a prayer here that AI can match, help match commercials with content. So Disney is in the beta testing phase of a new tool called Magic Words, this tool hopes to help match commercials with appropriate scenes within movies and TV shows. On June 9th, Reuters reported the tool uses machine learning to tag scenes from the company's vast media library. The way it works is by analyzing and tagging scenes with magic words, AI helps to identify content, brands, images, and even the mood within each scene being played. This information in turn is used as metadata that brands can use to personalize messages to target audiences. For media buyers, it'd be as if Meta's business ad suite targeting had up to the minute real-time data to work with. This new tool is aimed at Disney Plus streaming services and Hulu, 
which the company owns a big share of. So we'll see. And uh, more targeted based upon content, not who's listening. The University of Pennsylvania launches an AI undergraduate degree. This is interesting. First for any Ivy League school, University of Pennsylvania School of Engineering and Applied Sciences unveiled its Bachelor of Science in Engineering and Artificial Intelligence. This comes as the AI is going to reshape the entire world. And as we've seen over the last few years, AI technology are revolutioning sectors across the board. With this in mind, the university announced in a blog this new AI engineering program. Um, what is it going to actually teach? Um, the coursework is rich in machine learning, computing logarithms, data analytics, robotics, promises a comprehensive education AI engineering, and this should be a pretty rich environment for both learning and future research. Classes will commence in the state of art. Amy Gutman Hall, the university said that the BSE and artificial intelligence program is set to begin in the fall of 2024. So I'm sure many universities are going to be doing this. Um, sounds like a pretty math heavy, code heavy, um, probably very code heavy as well. Um, program. So we'll see. Uh, exciting out there. And I, I think I would definitely recommend it to anyone considering a, a new career path. 1Password could soon be offering endpoint protection thanks to new acquisition. 1Password had bought Collide, K-O-L-I-D-E, to further boost security offering. Uh, given the rise in the hybrid working has meant that organizations are now using a mix of personal and work issued devices. Securing the device is more important than ever. The um, owner, what is Shiner? What is his position? CEO Jeff Shiner says that, uh, let me scroll down here. He says that most organizations don't have a good handle on how to secure access to their applications and data on those devices. He believes that Collide is the only company in the market with this kind of device security and contextual access management solution that can check the health status of a device at the point of indication in real time before granting access to company applications. Collide can offer alerts and solutions to endpoint security concerns via Slack, as well as provide self-help tools to deal with such issues on Mac, Windows, and Linux devices. There's also a privacy center where users can see what data is being sent to Collide. So uh, this is interesting. I think this is probably a true statement uh, in, in many, many uh, regards. Verizon is kind of interesting here. It's going to fit an Audi test track with 5G for smart vehicle testing. Of course, this will be curious because you know if they're going to set the track up with 5G, it's going to have the best signal ever. And do they really need to be testing uh, you know this type of tech uh, with the best signal ever? I hope there's provisions in their tech stack to turn the signal down and uh, that many of us receive when we're out in outlying areas. But anyway, Verizon is partnering with Volkswagen brand Audi to equip the German car makers private test track in Neustadt, Germany with a 5G network to help test smart vehicle tech. Moving on, the Biden administration moves to boost cybersecurity U.S. ports to protect against Chinese hackers. This new executive order, order looks to give the Coast Guard more power to respond to cyber attacks while also setting provisions to enhance the cybersecurity of the maritime sector. Alongside these powers, a further $20 billion has been set aside to be invested in U.S. port infrastructure over the next 
five years. And a very, very uh, pun on words here. They're saying, shoring up against waves of attack. But again, as part of these new regulations, the Coast Guard will now be able to determine where vessels that present a cyber threat to the port can go. What? As part of the new regulations, the Coast Guard will now be able to determine where vessels that present a cyber threat to the port can go while also being able to inspect vehicles and vessels and port facilities. There will be a baseline standard introduced for port cybersecurity reports that do not meet these standards will be required to improve. Huh. Um, according to Cyber Scoop, Chinese companies own almost 80% of the cranes used to move shipping containers. With Coast Guard issuing a separate non-public directive, that means the cranes must be manufactured in line with several new security requirements. Oh, very, very curious. So I guess the cranes can be hacked. Everything can be hacked. It's being reported and not fully confirmed yet via images, but the U.S. has clinched its first touchdown on the moon in 50 years. A private spacecraft built and flown by Texas-based company Intuitive Machines landed near the South Pole of the moon Thursday. And this is the first U.S. touchdown on the lunar surface in more than half a century and the first ever achieved by the private sector. The unscrewed six-leg robot lander dubbed Odysseus Touched down at 6.23 p.m. Eastern. The company and NASA commentary said a joint webcast of the landing from Intuitive Machines Mission Centers in Houston. The landing capped the nail-biting final approach. It also took some time after anticipated radio blackout to reestablish communications with the spacecraft. To determine its fate, it did get contact. Signal was faint, faint confirming the lander touched down, but leaves Mission Control immediately uncertain as to the precise condition and position of the vehicle. So, we will see. We'll see what we find out here. Um, video will come later. Um, but it's been since 1972 where we put U.S. spacecraft on the moon. Think about that. Think about that. More cybersecurity stuff. Change healthcare hit by a major cyber attack. U.S. health tech giant sees website taken offline, login pages unavailable, and into this hour, they're having significant issues. Uh, no data theft yet, but it just looks like, or at least it's being reported, but definitely uh, their site is having some significant issues. YouTube TV just added a huge new add-on for $15 a month. So if you are familiar, maybe you're not, the Z family add-on brings a number of channels from range of Indian dialects and the service. It costs $15 a month. It has a free seven-day trial. Um, it's not the first non-English package available. Z family isn't just a single channel. It covers a number of Indian dialects from Hindi, Punjabi, Punjabi excuse me, Telugu, Marathi, and more. I apologize if I've destroyed those um, dialects. So it looks like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, about 20 channels. So um, uh, for those of you that are YouTube TV users, and if you uh, are seeking uh, Indian content, this is definitely the add-on for you. Amazon Freeverse isn't, isn't, a.k.a. isn't, being shut down after Prime Video Controversial Ads tier launch. So basically there were some rumors it was going away. Uh, but Amazon says it is not going away. The Adweek survey is based on source 
that was familiar with the matter who pointed to the injection of ads into Prime Video as an omen. And no, no, no. Freeverse is an ad-funded Prime Video. Amazon wasn't uh, here. meant that Amazon was going to shutter the free service. No, 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 no. So Amazon says no. There's no changes coming to Freebie. Its spokesperson said in a statement this has been circulating various news out before the obligatory sales pitch. Amazon Freebie remains an important streaming offering providing both prime and non-prime customer thousands of hit movies all and originals all for free. So in other words, between all this, how this story was written, which is horrible, um, they definitely are not going away. Daily Mail says, and of course, this was this asteroid was supposed to actually burn up in the atmosphere, but uh, I guess it's just going to skim on by. An asteroid the size of a bus will skim past Earth today, coming within just 140,000 miles of our planet. There was a uh, expectation that this thing was actually going to uh, burn up in the atmosphere, but nope, uh, just a close, very close, close call. A little H2O here. Honda's first U.S. market EV is here, the 2024 Prologue. The Honda Prologue uses General Motors' Ultimum platform. And uh, at first glance, the Prologue looks awfully similar to the 2024 Chevrolet, Chevrolet Blazer EV. Um, let's see here. What's has uh, come up with a price on this? It looks pretty nice uh, for a kind of a mid-market or mid-size and maybe mini SUV. I wouldn't even call it an SUV. It's kind of a small hatchback. Um, what is the price on this thing? Does it say? Um, I can't for the life of me. Can I find the price of this? But anyway, it'll probably be north of $35,000, one would expect. It's a pretty significant, oh, here we go. You'll pay at least $48,795 for the Honda Prologue EX with a front-wheel drive, including a $1,395 destination charge. If you're moving to the Tourum, trims to $4,300 to the cost. And the top of the car is at $59,000. So yeah, $48,000 to $59,000. Uh, again, I don't know about these electric vehicles. I guess it depends on where you live. China's Lenovo posted a quarter three revenue growth and beats analyst effort, uh, estimates. Uh, the results compared uh, Thursday's reported October to December revenue, October to December revenue was fifteen point seven two billion, up three percent from the same period a year ago. Considering the uh, economy and everything. That's probably a pretty doggone good number. Net income attributed to shareholders fell 23% to $337 million versus $309 on the uh, analyst estimates. So they did better than the analysts uh, thought they would do. So uh, good for those stockholders. X is taking down an account that media... Oh my God, I'm getting like inundated with ads. I'm on Reuters. And you try to move the page just a little bit, and it just gets swamped with ads. X takes down account that media says are linked to India's farmer protest. Now, you think, why would they take that down? 
Well, it's because they can do this in India. Social media platform X said on Thursday it took down certain accounts and posts following an order by the Indian government, which local media reports say are linked to ongoing protests by farmers demanding higher prices for crops. The action puts the spotlight again on the struggles faced by foreign technology giants operating in India under Prime Minister Narendra Modi's government, which has often been criticized Google, Facebook, and Twitter for not doing enough to tackle what it calls fake or anti-India content. Excess position matter was consistent with its ongoing legal challenges against the Indian government content blocking orders. In other words, they, in India, have the complete capability to suppress, silence uh, voices that are out there on these social media platforms. And freedom of speech does not exist in that country when you can have accounts being removed by the government that they don't like. Kind of like how the U.S. government was doing it here during COVID and uh, how they got caught and got their hands slapped. U.S. Department of Justice names first AI officer as new technology challenges law enforcement. The Jonathan Mayer, a professor at Princeton University, researches technology and law, will serve as the chief science and technical advisor and chief AI officer, the department said. Uh, Mayer will advise Attorney General Garland and the department leadership on issues related to emerging tech, including how to respond to integrate AI in departments investigation and criminal prosecutions. The Justice Department has already used AI to trace the source of opioids and other illegal drugs, analyze tips submitted to the FBI, and organize evidence collected as probe of the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Um, so we'll see where this tech is used, how it's going to be uh, used against us or to protect us. That'll be the question of the day. California puts Waymo Robotax expansion on hold until June 19th. Considering all their trouble, well, uh, it's probably not something that was unexpected. So uh, again, another Reuters site and ads galore. Bottom half of the page. Register to continue free reading on Reuters. No, I don't want to register and give you information. Meta's oversight board will now hear appeals from Thread users to the independent group will be able to influence Thread policies. Um, I just wonder how effective these actually groups are, to be honest with you. According to Front Office Sports, uh, Amazon is said to be paying record $120 million to stream NFL playoff game. Uh, that's, a, that's a lot of money. Uh, it shows you the NFL is still being able to extract lots and lots of cash. And that's more than $110 million that NBC Universal Peacock paid for an AFC wildcard playoff game between the Chiefs and Dolphins on January 14th. And more than $100 million Prime itself paid to stream the league's first ever Black Friday game between the Dolphins and the Jets. $120 million just to stream one game? Really? If you're an AT&T user this morning, uh, you may have woke up to widespread cellular outage. It appears that Verizon and T-Mobile may have also had spot outages as well. No explanation to this date has been given for the, for the outage. And also, this is a very interesting story. How many news websites block AI crawlers? So by the end of 2023, 48% of the most widely used news websites across 10 countries were blocking open AI's crawlers. A smaller number 
were blocking Google AI crawlers. Almost every website that decided to block Google's AI crawler was also blocking OpenAI's crawlers. The proportion of news website that broke OpenAI varied considerably by country, ranging from 79% in the U.S. to just 20% in Mexico and Poland for Google. The figures range from 60 to 60% in Germany and 7% in Poland. During 2023, none of the websites we examined had reversed their decision after citing to block. News outlets with a relative large online news reach were slightly more likely to be blocked. Uh, hey, uh, OpenAI, please take and go through every page on Geek News Central. Please, please do so. I want you to. I want you to crawl my entire website. I have no problem with you crawling my website. And here's the kicker on this, folks. How do you become an authority in search and in AI? How do you influence? How is how are we going to stand out? How are, is our content going to be able to be found? It's it's all going to be in these models. So the more data from your organization, I believe in these data, is better for you in the long run, especially when it comes to you know, delivery of information. Um, it may not indirectly help you, but your message will get through. Um, I, I just got a different take on this. I'm not blocking anything on Blueberry from being indexed. No way. Nothing on Geek News Central. Nothing on the new media show. We're not putting any blocks up. We're going to let them index everything. Got 15,000 plus articles on Geek News Central. I got thousands over on Blueberry.com. So it's our DNA. And guess what? It, we've got it on the open web already anyway. Google's already indexing it. Why would I block a large language model when I'm trying to get my ideology and the Blueberry way or the Geek New Central way into a large language model to influence it? <sighs> okay, go ahead. Please, all these sites, block these crawlers. Do it. Love it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to bring us to the end of the show today. Geeknews at gmail.com, geeknews at gmail.com. Consider becoming an insider. We really want you to consider providing time, talent, or treasure. Treasure is always uh, is very, very helpful. And we want to thank our insiders for their ongoing monthly support of the podcast and those that send one-time donations as well. It is greatly appreciated. It's important that we continue to build steam here. And I hope that I provide value to you and you will provide value back to me in time, talent, or treasure. And again, uh, contributions to the show with information or ideas or articles are always welcome at geeknews at gmail.com. I want to thank you so much for being here. I will be back with you on Monday for another edition of the Geek News Central podcast. It's been my pleasure to bring this to you. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.